Hello and welcome to a returning Just Another Liverpool podcast with me, your host, Stuart Jones, and co-host... Matt Wood. We are back for the 2021 season after um, an ending season tackle by COVID-19. Um, we hope, like our listeners, are all well and haven't been too affected by it. Um, so, yeah, we'll just jump into like our new surroundings. I'm actually recording from my house. Matty's at his house yeah. um, using technology to um, get to your listeners' ears. Um, yeah, so we're going to kick off with tonight's podcast by discussing Liverpool's performance against the... Um, the long-awaited Leeds United back in the league after 16 years. Um, we'll also be reviewing the other game week one results and touching on our next opponents in the league, which is Chelsea. Um, Matty, you well? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Um, I've waited six long months to hear that that script again. But I know, yeah. Th- yeah. This has all have been, been a bit strange and this is strange because we're doing a socially distanced podcast and I know. you probably can't i miss i miss our uh, face-to-face yeah we used to have our face-to-face um just like over the table but yeah over the phone now mate the, the big question i mean forget the game the big question here is what what happened what what why, why did, did they... we not celebrate liverpool winning the title for the first time in 30 years. That's what the listeners really want to know. That's the key Ooh. issue here. The last yeah, you heard come out from us class, you weren't even on the last podcast because during lockdown when I'd had like absolutely nothing to do, I actually listened back. It's quite funny listening back <laughs> to the last podcast because it was just before the Atletico game, um, That's which right, was yeah. the last game that we had. And it was me and... Um, Mr. Matthew Norton, who's who's not here tonight for unspecified reasons. Um, no. But um, we mentioned, like, coronavirus, but it's, we can't, like, just... Oh, so We're so yeah. blasé about it. We're just like, yeah. yeah it, oh, it's a China it, problem. Yeah, it's us. kind of in the news, but, like, yeah. we're not really... We're just ignoring it and just kind of, like, getting on with it. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, just complete radio silence then, wasn't it? Until... Football came back, but this podcast did not return. And did, do we know why? Or oh, it was a good excuse for me because, like that, that was the benefit of the COVID for me. I don't, you know, newborn child, so he's, forth. he's throwing the baby uh, card. Right. Out. Don't have to do this pod. Yeah, the baby card. Exactly. Yeah. No, that was um. No, you know, I was tired as well. Now I'm refreshed. New season. Um, ready to too, go. Too much celebrating. Yeah. Well, too much sleepless nights, mate. And um, yeah, it, it was such, it was such a shame because obviously you know the long 30, 30 years wait to like really celebrate, have a massive party. Um, yeah, obviously the sensible ones of us didn't um, do a big celebratory party, but um, that's what. You know, the next season's for it's to do it again, it's to win it. Um, and we've kicked off greatly by beating Leeds 4 3. Do you want to give your quick analysis on what you saw in that, that nice game? link in, into that there, Stu? Um, thank you. Yeah, I'm getting yeah, good at this. I thought you've never been away. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, first of all, I think it was a massive, a massive win, wasn't it? Um, particularly with the games we've got coming up, um, Chelsea mm. and, and Arsenal. And I think given that, strangely, although obviously we've just won the league a matter of what feels like a couple of weeks ago almost, um, yeah. there's been this whole debate about whether we should be investing more in the team and things like that. And there have been little question marks like that. And you felt that this was like, if anything was to go wrong in this game, it would raise like big questions, even though it is only the first game of the season. So from that perspective, mm-hmm. it was like absolutely huge that we that we did manage to get the three points. It wasn't straightforward. Um, I did no. think we deserved to win. I have to say, I think Leeds have come out of the game with a lot of plaudits, and you know, people were like not too sure what to which they deserve. Let's be honest, yeah, like, they did. They do deserve those plaudits. You know, for a you know a team just getting promoted. Um, their brand of football was brilliant. A joy to watch, like really, you know, like some of the teams that come to Anfield and just shut up shop. It was like refreshing to see a team like Leeds, you know, actually not be not be afraid of us. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just thought, you know, you know, on the whole, performance wise, yeah, it wasn't great. But I, I remember the first game last season against Norwich, mm-hmm. where um, at times we, we didn't play well. It wasn't a great game, but um, we got through. You know. Like every game, it's important to win. But you know, the first game of the season, it just it just sets you up for that next game. You know, it kind of like, you know, you're a bit ring rusty. You know, uh, blow off the uh, the feathers and all that. Um, you know, just just get over the line, which we did in the end. And it just it just it was that game was just a typical game of last season where okay, we didn't play well, but. We get the three points. We get over yeah. the line. I can definitely. There were definitely parallels in in that game um, to the Norwich one last season, where we looked really. I thought we started the game really well. I thought we looked. Um, oh yeah, Early really goal. dangerous. Oh, yeah. Um, I think you know even before we scored, even before we got the penalty, I think um, Firmino got got put in by Cater. I think at, at one point and um, should have probably been a bit more selfish on a shot. Um, so I, I actually think we you know we started the game well and we, we, we did look like we we looked like we, we could score, you know, at any moment really. And I think even throughout the game then, even when kind of Leeds did peg us back at various points, it always mm-hmm. felt they had another gear to go into and when they got to three yeah. three in the second half or midway through the second half, I think it was the the pressure was mounting towards the end, um, for us to really kick on and then and then force another penalty. Like it did feel like if we needed to go that extra gear, we we could get there. Um, but yeah, definitely yeah. the the defensive side of things, it is a little bit of a concern because we were giving them that space. Um, and it... do you think that's a carry on from the end of last season? Because I know obviously last season, you know, like we won the league, you know, after it was confirmed we won the league. You know, I was in the camp of, oh, it doesn't matter because the players have kind of like switched off. But do you think it was kind of like of things to come? Um, do you get what, do you get the sense yeah, of that, what I'm saying? Kind of like, is, is it just a carry on of the way we were, we ended last yeah, season? Yeah, we were definitely a bit like, didn't really know what to expect from us. And there was that mentality shift from, you know, having to, you know, First of all, we were protecting that unbeaten record for so long, and then when that went, it's like you yeah. know we just need to 
to to to get the league wrapped up and then once that was done like the the incentive wasn't really there i suppose yeah. um so i do get that um but i i was it's it's hard to say you're a little bit disappointed because we won the league on 99 points how can you be disappointed but given that the position that we got ourselves into at a certain point in the season when we were unbeaten and, and we we're in a number of the cup competitions as well I do feel that there was a slight chance for us to really stamp our mark with like an incredible season, you know, with like a league, an FA Cup, yeah, and even going a bit further yeah. in the Champions League as well. Like, I do think it opened up for us at one stage for us to to do that, and we didn't quite do it. That's not taking anything away from winning the league because we all would have taken that. You know, we've been wanting that for however many years. You know, yeah. you and I, our our lifetimes, pretty much. Um, yeah. But there was that that slight, ever so slight feeling that that we could have we could have done that. Um, so yeah, heading to 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 this season, like it, you feel like it's not something. That I guess they can just switch switch straight back on again. So yeah, it's it's one of them, isn't it? Like I think all team, you know, you can make defenses, but it's kind of like. You know, every team's in the same boat with this whole, obviously, like, you know, early season yeah. start um, straight off the back of uh, last season. Uh, obviously, you know, only having a couple of, you know, sandwiched in pre-season games. Um, you know, you're going to have that rustiness in players and that cohesion with players. Obviously, that international break, which didn't really help things either. Um, you know, a lot of our squad being international players. Um, yeah. but yeah, just just it's one of them, isn't it? You know, it's just getting over the line against a really good, a really good Leeds team. Who you know, I think everyone's in the camp of that they're gonna stay up. Um, and they're you know the way they play as well. It's really exciting um, to watch, and they, you know they got what they deserve against us. Like really, like they did have a go. They were clinical. You know, they didn't have a lot of chances on target. But um, when they did, they uh, they finished yeah. them. Um, and you know, if, having a look at a few player performances. Yeah, I, I, I was like, just gonna. Sorry, Stuart, I was just gonna like say. I know we like got ahead of the game a little bit here, but like the lineup um, was a little bit of a surprise because um, Fabinho didn't start. We we and and Henderson started, which was came out of nowhere a little bit. I think. Yeah, and I think it kind of showed, didn't it? Really, in that game, that and obviously the time, like the time Henderson went off as well. It was like, yeah, he wasn't fit for that game. He, sh- he shouldn't have started. Not, not ready. Do you, do you not think he played well? Maybe. I, I, I thought, Henderson. I thought he did all right. Um, is, it, is this the old know, think... <laughs> Yeah, just criticising him uh, anyway. He's on the Hendo no, bandwagon. He, Already won game. Uh, he, he didn't. He didn't win player of the season in the end, did he? So well, he won writers' um, point, but yeah, it's diagrams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's writers. They don't have a clue, <laughs> like us. Um, no, I thought like you could tell he what he wasn't like on it on his best. Like um, he wasn't. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know what maybe if Fabinho might be carrying something, but I, I thought that was a game Fabinho should have started. Um. And like obviously Henderson coming on maybe with the la- like the last ten twenty minutes, um, oh you know he's got to be ready for that you know big games against um, 
Chelsea and Arsenal. Even even Genie but, starting. Um, there's a bit of speculation there. I know. There? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? There's so many talking points with that Leeds game. Like, like when I seen the lineup, and I thought, all oh, right, Cater's starting. I thought, right, this is his season now. Mm. This is this is like make or break season for him. And you know, you got Leeds as your opposition. You know, you, you know, he should have a decent time in midfield, but uh, flattered to deceive again, um, Cater. I think. You know, it, it, he's kind of losing his chips here. You know, he's he's really on, like, <laughs> he's on his last chips. <laughs> you know, chips analogy. Chips analogy. He's got. You know, he's he's pissing his chips. <laughs> um, I do. I do feel that he's going to be gone at the end of the season. You know, unless you know, unless he really come comes to fruition and starts really. Showing performances of like why we paid that that money yeah. for him. I mean, I was really disappointed in this performance. Yeah, I mean, it's in, for me there. I mean, talking about Henderson and and Kate, Kate is the one I, I would expect a little bit more from in that game. Like he's the one who's uh, had that game. Tends to be that driving force. Henderson's just coming back, you know, from injury. Kate has had that little bit of running um, with the games that we have played, uh, friendly games. Like you say, I think at the back end of last season he did all right. Um, he scored that uh, great goal against Chelsea uh, mm-hmm. in one of the final games. And you, like you said, you're just waiting for him to kick on. And and even in that game, you know, I think he had that little run didn't need to set up for me, you know, for that chance that I mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. And that's scored. the type of thing that you just expect in a little bit more from him. And, you know... He's never quite just grabbing hold of that shirt, is he? Like um, to, no. to, to get himself into that into that first eleven. Well, the man who um, replaced him, Curtis Jones, like <laughs> like he, he was brilliant. You know, obviously coming in, he knows he's got to try and get take his chance any like any any opportunity he gets. And I thought he did. I thought he come on. He wanted the ball. What he did with the ball was good. Um, you know, he didn't play it safe. Um, yeah. It's it's one of them because there's that much competition in that midfield. Whoever gets a chance really needs to take it. And I thought Curtis did. Yeah. Um, whether that means the, he the only... starts against Chelsea, I don't yeah. know. Um, but yeah, his performance was good. You couldn't knock it. You know, doing what you need to do when you come off the bench. You know, impress the manager to try and force your way in. That the, the only slight I had against him in that game was when he stepped onto the pitch, and him and they basically Henderson came off. He stepped on mm. the pitch and almost a bit unfortunate, really, because you you know you probably just want him to get to the pace of the game, but almost immediately um, was it Click who scored their third goal. He ran off the back uh, of Wijnaldum yeah. and, and Jones. Basically, one of them should have gone with him. They were caught sleeping a little bit, and um, and they yeah. got. And... It kind of summed up our game. I thought with the you know like our defending that goal, kind of like too much ball watching and it, it, too many it, it players like not looking at runners. Anyway, didn't it? And then it did, didn't it? Ripped the yeah. script up for that. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you know, looking at. Um, Genie, um, you know, there's so many talking points where, like, it looked like mate, possibly him going to Barcelona. Uh, the what's coming out of the club now is is that he, he's kind of like in an agreement with Klopp that he's going to stay. 
So whether it's another Emre Chan situation where, you know, the manager and the club and the player are just happy for him to just run out his yeah. contract, I don't know. Um, and what what are your thoughts on that? Do you think we're going to get Alicante in or Al- Alicante? Isn't that a place? Mm-hmm. Alicante. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What did I say? Not Alicante. 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 Just call him Tiago. Alicante. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it, Tiago. Game as well. Missed that. Um, thank you, thank mini, you Mr. Mr. Mini Moto as well. Um, <laughs> he didn't come on, but um, sorry. What was the question, Genie? Um, so, the, well, the noises have been in the last few days and running up to that game that it's more likely that he's going to stay. I think. Um, yeah. I, I'm like a massive fan of. of like Tiago, like I remember watching him for playing for for Barcelona when he was coming through there, and he, he looked like absolutely outstanding. And for like Spain under twenty ones and stuff like that, um, coming through, like he, he he's just a, a brilliant player, and he, he definitely improves. Us. Um, the, the the problem is like you just touched on there is getting you know we've got too many numbers in midfield, and where, and that's where I think actually. You mentioned Cater before. For mm-hmm. me, almost you might have to like lose a Cater to bring in like a, a Tiago because he's for yeah. me he's that style. Like I know he's he's playing. Um, he has played deeper for Bayern Munich um, more recently, but when I watched him like earlier in his career, like I said, and, and to me, like his strengths are similar to Cater in, in in kind of like manipulating the ball, creating opportunities, and things like that. That for me is more of a like for like, so you might have to sacrifice like a cater. Like, you wouldn't, you know, we've already mm. got Fabinho there, like, he's not gonna, um, albeit he didn't start on, on Saturday, but you know, we know he's kind of first choice in, in the sit, sitting role, if you like. Henderson, yeah. um, is, is you know, a, a guaranteed starter, as much you'd probably hate to, to hear that. Um, and so you're looking at one kind of other slot in midfield, then aren't you? So Either like Genie is is he's gonna to have to make way, or Kate is gonna to have to make way. There's gonna be some kind of trade off there, so I I just yeah. I, I don't know where that's gonna be at the moment. As much as that he would improve us, do you not think he, he like 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 what you just said? Like obviously his role at Bayern Munich is a bit more deeper. Do you think um, it, he's basically in line to replace Anderson then? <laughs> No, 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 jokes, no, jokes. no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he'll be. Um, I don't. I, I can't see him coming in to play that role as Cater does because obviously, you know, you look at it. His age is against him in a way. Um, but po- you know, possibly they're looking at it because I've heard the rumor that the club are happy to wait till January to kind of like formalize the contract so he comes as a free at the end of the season. Maybe the club are kind of like playing that kind of deal where, okay, we know that he's going to be coming in at the end of the season. Let's get rid of Cater. You know, let's get rid of... Gene. Well, Genie's going to be going then anyway. Doesn't sign a new deal. So, yeah, like what... That was like another point, Rick. Well, should we touch on transfers? Yeah, we'll just gloss over a few players' performances. Yeah, yeah. Should, yeah. We, should we be concerned by Verge's mistake? You know, is he just got? Is it just one of them, just out the blue? I, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I think, I think he has season. that style where 
he is very relaxed and yeah, I don't. Obviously, he's been caught a couple of times, isn't he? He got he got in that Arsenal game. It was something similar towards the end of last year where he was almost too relaxed and he's kind of like playing his yeah. own game. To me, I yeah. I I, I, it, I don't yeah. know. I, I think I, I wouldn't be worried about it really. I just think, and he to me as well. I think he's somebody that will kind of. I think he'll learn from that and be a bit more. If he is too relaxed, I think he'll will make Robertson not yeah, do that. Wake um, up, yeah. Uh, or not fall into yeah, that top again. But no, that doesn't, think... it doesn't really concern me. Yeah. Well, before on, we turn on to like um, King Salah, uh, Trent. He, Trent wasn't involved too much uh-huh. going forward, so he was. It was more of his defensive yeah. game that we've seen against Leeds, and same again. It you know it's not it's showing again. It's not his strong point, is it? Um, no, I thought to be fair, he was one of the players who did um, struggle a little bit. Um, I think for their equal, like their first goal, um, he was kind of in that position where uh, was it Harrison beat him, and yeah. then ended up coming inside and scoring. Um, I think defensively, he did get exposed um, a little bit. Um, and then it was only really, it's only really in the second half we started to see him a little bit more, you know, in terms of delivery and going forward. And then, even then, I remember in the second half, you know, we overhit across. It, well, it wasn't, it wasn't quite, it wasn't really, yeah, it, was wasn't it? No, day. He, he, it wasn't one of his best, better games. Salah's hat trick. Yeah, Brilliant. I think Salah and yeah. I, I mean, I like to mention Manny as well because I definitely think Manny in the first half. There was a moment in the in the first half where um, Manny basically took the absolute piss out of one of their. I, I don't know who uh, who the player was actually. I can't remember, but um, he had the ball basically in our left back position and he, he he turned him over so many times and he ended up sticking it through his through his legs. I don't know if you remember that, but he was. Um, yeah, he just looked razor sharp, man. To be fair, but then Salah, that to be honest, that's the the best performance I've, I've seen all round from Salah uh, in, in a while. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think he yeah. does come in for a bit of criticism at times when he is. He does try a lot of things, and sometimes he runs into traffic, and you know, you're thinking, right, just give a simple ball, or and sometimes his finishing can can let him down a little bit as well. But I, I thought. Yeah. You know his his general play is is kind of directness and. But you know his his second goal that just reminded me of like when he kind of like first come yeah, to the club. A brilliant yeah, yeah, it was just oh, it's just an amazing finish. Um, just like so fluent and you know so in control of like what he's doing with the ball. Just just yeah. perfect finish. But like Salah at his best, definitely. Um, yeah. So yeah, I wanted to touch on. Transfers. Obviously, we've got the um, the the, uh, the Greek lad who's uh, come in at left back. Uh, Costas. Costas. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't remember him to be honest. But um, yeah, he's he's obviously pay, playing. Going to be playing second fiddle to Robertson. Um, you know, we have you know probably for the last two or three years really needed a decent left back um to be understudy to Robertson. I think we've got that. Um obviously that's the only business that we've done. Um do you feel that 
we've missed a trick in not getting Werner. Do you feel that you know we need to bring in one or two more players, or are you kind of like you know if it's not you know if it's not broke, don't try and fix it? What do you think? Um, I'm kind of in a bit two minds about it to be honest, because I can see the viewpoint from the club. The club obviously has a policy that they want to stick to, and you can't argue against it. Like I know that a lot. A lot of people are like kicking up fuss on like, like, well, you see the garbage that goes on on like Twitter. Well, you might not do, but some of the absolute wet wipes you have on there, like comments and stuff. (laughs) But like, they have a, they come it. If you look at when, um, you know, FSG came in, we were, you know, Roy Hodgson was the manager and we were, you know, almost pretty much towards the bottom end of the table. To be now having come off the last couple of seasons, winning the Champions League, winning the Premier League. And the way that we've brought... Our recruitment has been absolutely brilliant with the players that we have brought in, like pretty much, obviously under Klopp especially, um, they've pretty much all, all been hit. So I, I, I just... Yeah. I don't see how you can argue against that in a way, really. Um, I think that's been so... Mm-hmm. That policy has, has worked so well. Um, and, and last season, we obviously only brought in Adrian as a notable kind of first team squad member, if you like. Um, yeah. So I, I can completely see the, the, the side of things where if the club, the club have a certain um, limit on, on players a certain age or whatever it might be, and they don't want to go over it and, and that's it. You know, they trust in the current squad. I completely get that. Um, yeah. But the only thing I would say is, it is obviously when you see the teams around us strengthening, you're seeing, uh, like at the time of recording, obviously Chelsea are playing and, and, and they're like, you know, they've massively strengthened. Um, well, they've strengthened that much that obviously the media now are obviously tipping them to challenge, aren't they, with the signings that they've made? Well, and you'd expect them to be a lot closer as well, given that um, investment in the team. So, the so yeah, the, the concern is that these other teams are going to get closer because they are strengthening. So at some point, perhaps we need to, to, to look at that as well. And I do think there are one or two areas in the team that have been notable for a while where we we could bring in a little bit more quality. We know somebody who can, in that front line, somebody else with quality who can come in other than Origi. I, I think that drop-off is, is too is too much in terms of quality. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and for me, and I know it's it's weird we're looking at Thiago, but for me, like that's probably the one area where I think we're okay. I think the other, I still think centre back um, is an area we need to look at as well. Um, Gomez uh, is probably going to be the answer yeah. long term, but I'm still, in a way, I'm still not convinced at times. He does things where I think. He's not. He's not there yet, and he, he has his, his moments in, in lapse of concentration. Yeah, and, yeah he switches yeah, off. Yeah, I, I just yeah. think that's obviously you know losing another your your favourite Lovren as well. Like it does, it does open up a, a place in the squad as well for for somebody to to come in. So, yeah. so there's definitely areas there we 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 could uh, we could definitely strengthen. Um, but like I say, at the same. I, it, by the same token, I don't think you can criticise too much the, the 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 club because ultimately what we've done in the last couple of seasons, how can you? You, yeah. you just can't argue against it. 
Yeah. Um, no, I agree. It's a hard. Obviously, we're not privy to what goes on at Liverpool. Uh, very far from it. Um, but like trying to like kind of like guess what goes on. Like I think, I think Klopp likes to keep a small squad. I don't think he likes to have too many like mulling around because yeah. then, you know, you got to keep try and keep all these players happy. Um, you know, I think I think the club, like I, I believe that if Klopp and say like if there is this still this transfer committee, which I think there is, I think if they're really keen on a player. Um, who will immediately improve the squad like Allison and uh, Van Dijk did? Then I think they've got no qualms in going out there and buying that player, which they feel is uh, going to be tremendous value to the club and um, price-wise as well is a good value to pay. Yeah. Like I think uh, it was it Jamal mm. Lewis from Norwich, obviously the left back that we were interested yeah. in. Obviously, you know, like. The club wanted to buy him. Uh, thought, yeah, he'll be a good understudy to Robertson. Obviously, Norwich tried to be greedy, and we've just gone, no, we're not going to be bullied. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think we've got other targets. The right thing in that situation. There was pe- I heard people say like, exactly. oh, just pay them. I think yeah. that's fucking a load of bollocks. Like, yeah, yeah. If you, if let's, you... let, let's be honest. Like, if it was like another, you know, another Trent or another Robertson that you'd seen, you'd go, oh yeah, just 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 yeah. pay it. But, you know, I'll be honest, I'd hardly seen the lad and he's only going to come in as backup to Robertson anyway. So yeah. why, why should we pay over the odds? No, I think you hit the nail on the head when you were saying about, you know, if it's, if it's a game changer, Van Dijk, Alisson, you, you do go all yeah. out. But if it's somebody who's going to be um, second in line. And, yeah. and, and You know what it is? It's a bit like the Harry Kane conundrum where it's kind of like, you know, You've got to you've got to bring in a player who's not going to be really overtaking that player. He's not really going to be pushing that player's noses out of the team. So you've got to, and I think it's the same with Liverpool. You you look at that first eleven. You know, it's just won the league the season before. It's just won the Champions League. Well, Champions League and nearly won the league. Um, you know, how can you change it too much? Improve it. Um, at the, it's a hard one. Um, well, yeah, we're, we're, like we're, I said, I, I don't I, think I, the way the club been. works. You go back, you go back to like when we signed Andy Carroll. Um, I know it's going back a bit, but you know the club were kind of like bullied into paying that much money because obviously we come in with an initial bid and they said no, 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 we want more, and we kind of went okay. Uh, what about this? I think the way the club works now is it's like we're willing to go to this, and if you're, you know. Going to place it, you know, go round, go round that figure. Then we'll just walk away from the table. And I think, I think it's it's the right thing to do. And I think the way FSG work as well. The and obviously it's come out with Klopp as well, saying you know we're not like Chelsea, we're not like Man City. This club's got to try and you know self sustain itself. It can't you know go out and buy these hundred million pound players. Um, year in, year out, you know, we're we're obviously developing the new um, the new training facilities, which are nearly finished. We've just obviously, um, you know, the main stand was completed, but you know, they're looking to invest in the Annie Road end as well. So, you know, there's probably other factors going on where it's like we just need to watch our um, purse strings a little bit. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I but yeah, like. Held to ransom a bit on that Lewis deal, and he ended up going to Newcastle for for less money or something. What we were willing to pay for, you know. 
I feel sorry for the, for the player because apparently the player, like, well, you know, probably good opportunity for him. Apparently, he wanted to come, and ultimately, his yeah. his club have priced him out of it, and uh, he's ended mm-hmm. up having Steve Bruce as a manager. So you know, <laughs> that hasn't exactly gone to plan. But, yeah, you know, yeah, I think that's a good example where we said no, we've got a limit. Look, second time, and if you look at how that actually happened, it all happened very quickly. We're in for that Lewis. Yeah. We said, right, this is our bid, no further. They said, we want X amount. We said, do one, basically. And next couple of days, we had, yeah. we had the, uh, as you call it, the Greek lad signed up. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you know, was very efficient uh, in the way that we did things. So when we wanted, to, you know, when we yeah. when we're able to uh, do things to our parameters, um. I, I think we're very good at, at doing that. It's just having the right player, the right, the right, the right price, and the the club are quite savvy about that. Yeah, I think. Well, you know, I, I counter that everything. I've, I've, you know, after saying all that, I would have liked um, Timo Werner. I think it was kind of like, you know, he he was coming out in the press, um, speaking nice things about the club and how we play. And I just thought that, like, I think, did he go for 50, 54, something like that? 45, 50, that right, something Matty? like that, yeah. Yeah, you know, that, that for a player of his calibre and, you know, his um, his goal, you know, his goal ratio, I thought, yeah, that's that's probably a, a, a good sign in there where, you know, he's got a bit of adaptability about him as well where he could play, you know, mm. along that front three. Um yeah, I was a bit disappointed with that, but same again. I think possibly that came down to the player himself. Um, you know, personal terms where, you know, like I think obviously you know you're probably talking Salah and Mane, possibly Verge are like on the top the top earners. Maybe Werner wanted to obviously have, have more than what they had, um, and the club have gone no, that'll disrupt things too much, um, and maybe turn the back on that deal. You know, it's obviously all just um, second guessing, but yeah, I, I was I was a bit disappointed with that one because I feel that that is a position that it, it's weak. You know, you're looking at you know those front three who, who's behind them. You know, you've got Origi, um, obviously Minamino looking good pre-season. Um, you know, I really do hope he kicks on this season. You know, like Curtis Jones, like take that chance when it comes. Um, yeah, like Shakiri, you know, wherever he's gone, you know, is he going to challenge this season? Doubt yeah, it. Fine, so yeah, it, it's just, yeah, exactly. It, it's just it's just a bit worrying for me because I think look, the last like couple of years we have been fortunate with injuries to like those front three. You know, they have yeah. you know they have had their injuries, but they're never like long term. Yeah. So you know, t- touch wood there. You know, um, I hope nothing happens to those front three. Yeah. But, um, yeah, shall we touch on the other Game Week 1 yeah. performances? Um, kick off with uh, Fulham coming back into the league uh, against Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal coming out victorious 3-0. Uh, it's pretty much comfortable for Arsenal, yeah. wasn't it? It looks like they've got a bit more backbone to them now. Um, yeah, definitely. He's... he's... He's definitely having an influence, Arteta, on on them, um, and they they are they improving. The I think Bamiyang yeah. obviously keeping hold of him is is absolutely huge. Yeah, 
Yeah, they just look um the the whole philosophy at the club's different now. So like when Wenger in um you know the short time um Ray was there, I think um you know they they look stronger at the back. They've got a bit more bite about them as well. And obviously, like you say, you know you know when you've got like a goal scorer in Aubameyang, you're halfway there really. Um, yeah, Fulham. I think <clears throat> I think they're one of my favourites to go down. Bold. Um, I know, bit bold statement there, but you know, like compared to Leeds, I just think yeah, Fulham. You know, you're looking at their their players, and you know, obviously Parker, Scott Parker. You know, he's still you know a very inexperienced manager. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, what else have we got? We've got West Ham um, yeah. against Newcastle. Uh, you know, obviously with this COVID, I think it's benefited that West Ham have. Haven't got any fans because you know they'll be going. They would have been going ape shit in the stadium. Um, yeah. You know, kind of carrying on the end of last season. Really, West Ham um, just looked toothless at the back. Um, I think Newcastle. You know, like Steve Bruce. I think you know they did. They did like um, overachieve last season, and I think the signings that they've made. You know, obviously Wilson coming in from Bournemouth. Uh, it's just a, what. The, the transfers that they've made, the smart transfers, um, you know, you've got Wilson in, you've got Ryan Fraser as well, also from Bournemouth, mm. and obviously who we mentioned, um, Lewis coming in. I think, you know, like sometimes like clubs like to make like signings where you're like, why have they bought him? Or, you know, they, uh, you know, he, he looks crap. But I, I think like the players that they've bought and obviously the position Newcastle are in, um, you know the stat, you know the the standing that they are in the league. They're the right players yeah, for that I think, club. I think Wilson's definitely a good buy. If you look at the fact they had Joe Linton for forty odd million, who they brought in last last year, and he got what two goals all season. So that that was something that they yeah. definitely needed to to sort out. And I think Wilson will get like you know he'll get more goals than Joe Linton for a start, definitely. So that's definitely a a, a good. Uh, a good buy, and then you've got the likes of yeah. like Saint Maximan, who's 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 uh, had his first season now, and is one of those players who is like a bit of you don't know quite what to expect, but he's definitely dangerous. So they have got like some more forward options there now, and they, they you have, you have got to credit Steve Bruce in a way because you know as much as we probably don't like to do it, um. I think he's done a pretty a, a, a decent job there um, to to kind of keep them ticking over before you know they 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 kind of implode under Mike Ashley. Well, yeah, they, they, he's obviously trying to flog the club. So as long as they're in the Premier League, they're a good you know they're a good uh, selling asset, aren't they? Uh, West Ham, how do you think their season's going to go? They're going to be fighting relegation. Um. Well, from again, I've heard noises from what there's kind of a bit of uproar going on there, isn't there, with the fans and the ownership and all that. So when it's one of those situations where it's off the pitch stuff that seems to start affecting on the pitch. I mean, I, I still go back to kind of last season with them and and their lineup, and they've got players on the bench who they're not using, and it was the same on Saturday. Was it Saturday or Sunday they played? Can't remember now. Uh, yeah, Saturday one. It was after our game. Um, 
they've got players on the bench. You're thinking like they they've got ability, but Moyes he's, just, he's playing like Noble in a in a number ten rather than like a Lanzini or a uh, Lee yeah. Anderson. Uh, or that, that yeah. I don't think he knows how to use those that players. Yarmolenko is a really a really quality player, I think. And whenever I've seen him come yeah. on for West Ham, he's looked dangerous, but he never starts him. He always, yeah, you know, he, yeah. he goes with a functional, uh, like a midfield, exactly. and even yeah. Bowen, who's done well for them, but he is more of a he's more of a worker type. Do you know what I mean? Whereas the, you've got this creativity off the bench. Um, yeah. that he doesn't seem to trust from the start. Do you know what I mean? So they've got they've got ability in the team, but they just I'm not sure Moyes is necessarily the one to kind of get it out of them. No, no. He's trying to like um, use Antonio as his Fellaini at Everton. You know, yeah. like he's putting um, a, you know a square peg into a round hole there. Um, you know, he's not. Like he's still going to be their main forward. Come on, he, he's not. Yeah. he's not. To be honest, get, I mean, he did you know, brilliant at the end 10, of the last season. Goals. To be fair, but like I, I see what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? He, he's he's got to he's got to play in a certain way in a certain system to get to get most out of him. I think if you yeah. leave him up isolated, you know, yeah. I'm not sure no. he's going to kind of like hurt you too much. Well, no, he hasn't got he hasn't got it in his you know looking at. Past season stats, has he? So yeah, if they're gonna, you know, rest their, you know, rest their um, season on him being the main striker, then you know, worrying times ahead for West Ham. Um, Sunday results, uh, we kick off with West Brom against Leicester. Um, I'm gonna come out with another bold statement and say West West oh, Brom are uh, West Brom another one to go, to go down, down for me. You've, you've heard it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, get down to the bookies. Um, yeah, Leicester comfortable win. Uh, Vardy as well, like Salah, up and running. Um, you know, one short of Salah on the day. Um, two penalties, like Salah. Um, yeah, how, how do you think Rodgers is going to do this season? Um, I think that kind of group in that kind, there's a big group there, isn't there? That's kind of like I suppose if you, if you say Liverpool and City are gonna um, kind of potentially be ahead of everyone else. Like you know, is is the form would go? There's a group then of teams that want to be like kind of top four area, so they're in that pack really, you know, of themselves like Wolves, um, United, Chelsea, um, and then even towards the the likes of kind of like Everton or or whatever. Like they're in that kind of group, so it's just like. Everton. Yeah, I don't know why I threw them in there. I feel yeah. like I'm in, I, I know I told like I know I told Tottenham, you ahead of this Tottenham, I was on the wire. Arsenal, but... I'm missing. Yeah, ignore Everton. <laughs> um, so they're in those that that kind of clutch of teams where they could end up like third or they could end up like seventh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was a bit I was disappointed for them last season. You know, like yeah. how they like fell away basically after Christmas. Um, this season. <sighs> I can't. I can't see them challenging for the top four. Lallana's coming off injured, by the way. <laughs> oh, surprise! Surprises there. Jesus Christ. Oh. Um. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, Le- Leicester will. You know, have another. You know, they'll have a good season. Um. 
but yeah, I don't. I, you know, I think they hit the heights. I think last season really huge um, chance. For them. They did. They did uh, battle it. It was a huge chance for them to get into the Champions yeah. League, and that would have been a ridiculous. Yeah, it would have shaped. You know, this that, would, that would have been a brilliant achievement. To be fair, and it, even from yeah. the outset, you know, the thing—it's one of those classic situations. If they'd flipped it over, if they'd started really badly and ended like they started, you'd gone, "Oh, what a brilliant season!" Fifth. Yeah, but it's yeah. because they got yeah. themselves into that 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 position that it was actually a bit disappointed in the end. Yeah, um, yeah, and the blue shite kicking off their season. No, I've just, with, um, I've one just picked win. them up there, haven't I? No, um, yeah, great. It was it. Well, the goal um, by Lucas Dina um, doing what he does best on set pieces, um, put on a plate for Calvert Lewin. Um, yeah, it was surprisingly. Good performance from Everton. Um, yeah, it's weird saying that. You know, it's play all right, isn't it? What's that, mate? It's weird seeing Everton play all right. I know. Uh, obviously, getting in, you know, free because that was the thing. Actually, I do like the signings that they've made um, have been smart buys because you know, they, last season they didn't have anything in midfield. You know, they didn't have. Uh, too much energy in midfield, and uh, you know, obviously, Decore coming in from um, Watford mm. has got that in abundance. Um, I haven't seen much of this Allen from Napoli, but yeah. um, obviously, I know he played you know, against Rodrigo us. Guess. The thing was, he's played against us a few times, but I don't ever remember. Uh, you know, when it's one of yeah, them, he's, really, he's, he's, We've had him in the Champions League a couple of years running, but like I don't ever mm-hmm. remember him kind of like standing out or anything. Um, yeah, but they, they, that's why he's gone. They so look, um, I mean, to be fair, albeit they only had like say three, was it three or four players? It's probably like three players debuts in that game. It looked like a completely different team. Um, yeah, and like mm. the makeup of it, and but I, I was disappointed in in Tottenham. I thought they were. They were really poor. They never threatened to like. They allowed Everton to have the ball, have control of the game, and it was almost like they well, were I've, wanting, I've... wanting to play the counter attack, which I just thought was a bit, a bit strange. And yeah, disappointed in in their performance. Yeah. Really. Like, have you seen any of that documentary? I, I have. Yeah. Um, have you? I've seen snippets, and you know, it kind of like. You know, it, it, no surprise in how Mourinho works with his players, but how he like digs them out and things like that. And you always hear it like the modern player and stuff can't cope with that, doesn't like that. And I think, you know, I, I won't be surprised if he gets sacked come Christmas. I think he turns a dressing room and he turns it against him. Um, I actually think he comes you know, out. I've watched like the fair. I think there's released like six or something. I've watched the six episodes. First of all, I think it's really interesting because I think that's really good to see that kind of side of thing behind the curtain of like, oh yeah, how the the manager interacts with the players, like what you don't see in like the in the the training ground in his office, dressing room, all that stuff. I think that's really like interesting. I actually think though as well. I do think Mourinho comes out all right in it. Like I, I think. Well, like I say, I've only seen snippets of it, so obviously the bits that I've seen are going to be the juicy bits, the highlights. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah you've got more better judgment on it than me. Yeah, like 
yeah, I think he does come. He, he, he comes across like pretty well in it. But I suppose that's always going to be the Rose going to edit it in a way he's not going to come across badly. But mm. um, so yeah, I was just surprised the way they approached the game in in that they let Everton like control it. Like I say, they, it was almost like they wanted to play counter attack. I just thought, yeah, really. Yeah. Although Everton have got a few new players. And like Hamas Rodriguez is a is a good player, you know, he can get he can get on the ball and dictate. But like mm. I still felt that if you're Tottenham, the home team, with the players that they've got, you would still expect them to be more on the front foot. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing with Mourinho, you know, you look at like Klopp, he is like an attackive positive manager. You know, with yeah. Mourinho, you know he's a he's, more he's the defensive. ultimate pragmatist, isn't he? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, those, yeah, big games and one off for like you know, like coming up against you know, like a team who are like you know, like Man City or something. You know, he can he can get a result out of them games. Um, but yeah, well, you know, he you know he has won the league obviously with previous teams. But I just feel now, you know, he's he's lost that bit of magic that he had. Yeah. Um, he seems to be quite. Well, you know, you could say that. That was when he had a massive budget behind him as well, um, when he was at Chelsea. Um, but yeah, I, I feel that it's a big season for both of those clubs. Obviously, Everton. You know that that you know. Let's not get away from this. That Mashiri came in, and he wanted to get he wants to get Everton into the Champions League. Um, you know, obviously with the players that they've bought, you know they've improved those areas. I feel that for Everton. It's still someone up front, you know. They can't be relying on Calvert Lewin. I don't think, you know. Same again. He's another player where he's not going to get you twenty plus goals. Um, whether they're looking at more in the midfield, obviously Richardson chipping in, Rodriguez chipping in. Um, but yeah, big season obviously as well for Spurs. Um, you know their goal as well, top four. Um, more so than like most clubs, really, because if they don't get top four, then it's the same old like Daniel Levy. He won't, you know, he won't o- open up his wallet. You know, Mourinho's not going to get any play- players in. Um, yeah, so we touched on on game week one. Obviously, um, as we're recording this, Chelsea are playing. Um, current score, mate. Uh, it's what it's half time. It's one nil. Uh, Jorginho scored a penalty. And um, right, like I say, um, Lalan has just limped off at the end. Of the- <laughs> and obviously, we had the uh, the Wolves and Sheffield United. Uh, Wolves coming out two 0 Um, yeah, I think we've touched on everything we wanted to touch on, Matty. Yeah. Um, good, our next good, opposition is Chelsea. Good to be back. Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, you know, blow that dust off. Are, us. are we, go- um, we going to be back, back into the rhythm? Yeah, we're going to be back. Yeah, back stronger. We might there might be three of us. There might be a trio. Um, we'll have to see if he can, you know, not making another excuse to um, bow out. But yeah, next opposition is Chelsea uh, on Sunday the twentieth, uh, half four kickoff. Uh, so we'll probably be back uh, Monday night. So on the twenty first. Um, yeah, sayonara. Goodbye from me. Good. Cheers. So uh...